0: Welcome back to Go Gattis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920, The Answer. In this segment, in our neighborhood spotlight, we're featuring Hampton Place in Duluth. So if you live in Norcross or Johns Creek or Lawrenceville or Buford or any of the areas surrounding Duluth, you might want to pay attention to this segment because what's going on at Hampton Place might mirror what's happening in your neighborhood. Also, we're going to give an update on the National Association of Realtors lawsuit and the new association called A-R-E-A, ARIA. I don't know a ton about it, but I know enough to comment on today's show. Don't forget, we want to connect with you, and it is easy. Go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S, radio.com. You can ask questions. You can make comments. You can push back, challenge things we say on the show. You can share your ideas. You can request your neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlight, and you can subscribe to our podcast. You can do all that by visiting goGadusRadio.com, and we would love to connect with you. We receive comments from listeners fairly regularly. Recently, we've gotten more comments uh, with people challenging things that I've said on the radio show, and those are some of my favorite communications that I have with listeners because I always love listening to others' opinions on the things that I have said. Each week, we pick one specific metro Atlanta neighborhood to call out critical changes in that neighborhood, in the market, real estate market in that neighborhood over the last few years to help you identify as a homeowner in the neighborhood, whether or not you have a particular advantage when it comes to selling a home in the neighborhood. And this week, we have picked Hampton Place in Duluth if you are Taking I-85 north, you'll exit Duluth Highway, which is 120. You'll go east. You'll turn left on McDaniel, and the neighborhood is on the right. It is very, very close to I-85 and the intersection of Duluth Highway. If we take a look at what the neighborhood has to offer, it is a swim tennis community with a clubhouse and a playground. It has good access to I-85 and also Peachtree Industrial Boulevard, Buford Highway, It's walking distance to McDaniel Farm Park with 134 acres, which offers miles of paved walking trails and pavilions and playgrounds and two dog parks. It's home to the historic McDaniel Farm, restored to depict a typical 1930s Gwinnett County farm. It's 10 minutes ...to downtown Duluth with seasonal events and concerts and shopping and restaurant and entertainment venues. It's 15 minutes to the Southeastern Railway Museum, which has has the largest collection of rolling stock in Georgia. Real trains, cars, and buses that have been part of Georgia's history. And it's 15 minutes to Shorty Howell Park, a 67-acre park. I used to play football in Shorty Howell Park when I was a kid uh, going to Summer Hour Middle School in Norcross High School. Uh, it's a 67-acre park with an activity building and a community rook, multipurpose fields, lighted walking track, baseball and softball fields, playgrounds, and a lake. Hampton Place seems to be right in the middle of pretty much everything. Let's take a look at what's happened in the neighborhood over the last few years in 2021. 15 homes sold, we believe there's 225, 227 homes in the neighborhood. Sometimes it's hard to get a totally accurate count without driving through the neighborhood and counting. So if I'm off just a little bit, I apologize, but that's what we believe it is. In 2021, there were 15 homes that sold. They took an average of 21 days from listing to contract. The average sales price was $423,253. The low sales price was 345000 The high sales price, 400 and 85000 homes sold for 2.1% more than they were listed for in 2022. 16 homes sold. They took an average of 18 days, which was a decrease from the 21 days it took in 2021. And the average sales price went up $75,000 to $505,369. The low sales price was $459,900. The high sales price 550000 which was a full 65000 higher. Than the high in the prior year, homes sold for 1.4% more than they were listed for. In 2023, we had 11 homes sold. They took an average of 15 days, so it went from 21 to 18 to 15. Unusual, normally the days on the market increased in 2023. And the average sales price increased another $10,000 to $515,586. The prices ranged from a low of $474,900 to a high of $600,000. So in two years, the high price went from 485 to 550 to 600,000. So the high price increased 115,000. Homes in the neighborhood in 2023 sold for 0.5 percent more than they were listed for. There are currently three homes listed for sale. They range from a low. Asking price of 539 to a high asking price of $650,000 with the average list price being 613000 There are currently 3.6 months' worth of inventory, which means you're at the high end of a seller's market. We believe if you have less than four months' worth of inventory, it is a seller's market. Four and five months' worth of inventory is a balanced market. Over five months' worth of inventory is a buyer's market, and you have 3.6 months' worth of inventory. So you can see we're just about up to that four months' worth of inventory, which would turn it into a buyer's, or excuse me, a balanced market. But today, it's a seller's market. In 2012, the average home in Hampton Place sold for $198,745, which means when you look at the 515586 average sales price in 2023, Those 227 homeowners, plus or minus in the neighborhood, have increased their equity in the homes to the tune of $72 million. Uh, Sometimes people think it's kind of gauche for me to talk about money and equity gain, but the reality is is equity in homes is one of the biggest contributing factors to um, household net worth in the United States of America. The elementary school that serves Hampton Place is Harris Elementary school, the middle school, and the high school are both Duluth. Duluth Middle School and Duluth High School. If you're the type of parent that doesn't want to monkey around with their kid's education or the school's effect on home values, my suggestion is you need a school chimp report. How do you get one? It's easy. Go to GoGaddisRadio.com, click on school chimp. choose the school you want to be the subject and then either you can compare to the average of all Metro Atlanta high schools or one specific Metro Atlanta high school. That is totally up to you. You make that choice. We will customize the report for you. We'll send it right to you and it has all kinds of real estate data that's available for that particular school district as well as other information that you can't get anywhere else. Go to goGadusRadio.com, click on school chimp, put in a little information. Also, if you are currently looking for a home to buy in Metro Atlanta, and you're not finding what you're looking for, it could be you need to change the website you're using to search and go to suremls.com. That's S-U-R-E-M-L-S dot com. S-U-R-E-M-L-S dot com. That is our website, Modern Traditions Realty Group's website. We pull all listings from the first multiple listing service and the Georgia multiple listing service so that you are virtually guaranteed not to miss any listings that are listed in either of the listing services in metro atlanta again that's sure, MLS.com, sureMLS.com, mls.com s-u-r-e-m-l-s dot com don't forget as i've mentioned previously in the show if you purchased a home in 2023 you need to apply for homestead exemption so you can save plus or minus 10 percent on your property taxes you don't have to you can pay more in property tax if you want to but I believe that applying for homestead exemption on my property will save me between six and seven hundred bucks, and I am going to do it. I'll be embarrassed when Ann Daniels, who helps me write this show, listens to it and says, Oh, my goodness, he hasn't applied for it. He's a real estate broker. He should have applied for it last year because she's right. But I will get it done before the deadline for sure. If you want to get specific instructions on how to apply for homestead exemption in your county, go to moderntraditionsrealty.com forward slash homestead-exemption. Again, that's moderntraditionsrealty.com, forward slash homestead-exemption. Select the county you live in, and you can get more information specifically on how to apply for homestead exemption. If you are looking to sell your home, anytime in the next six months, you should take advantage of our seller confidence plan. You got to know your options. Uh, should you sell before you buy? Should you buy before you sell? Should you improve the property? Should you sell it? For an all-cash offering, close as quickly as possible. Call us at 770-497-0000. Again, that's Modern Traditions Realty Group before you list with anyone else. If you are a real estate agent or you're a new listener to the show, you probably have lots of questions on the National Association of Realtors lawsuit and the new Association of Realtors. And uh, we received a listener question from Taylor in Duluth. I'm a new real estate agent and a member of the National Association of Realtors. I'm trying to make sense of the National Association of Realtors lawsuit and the new ARIA, A-R-E-A, or Area Association of Realtors. I don't know how it's pronounced. Is this replacing the National Association of Realtors? I read that the National Association of Realtors lost members from December 22 to 2023. Also, they're asking if Remax settled or paid their fines. And, Taylor, the answer as to whether or not REMAX settled, the answer is yes. REMAX, uh, Anywhere, which owns brands like Colwell Banker and Century 21 and Keller Williams have all settled in the original lawsuit. Only Berkshire Hathaway Home Services is still in the lawsuit. And I read where they were appealing or asking the Supreme Court to give some type of ruling on how the case should move forward. I don't quite understand it. But long story short, home sellers in the state of Missouri filed a class action lawsuit saying that the cost of selling a home had been inflated because listing brokers paid buyer brokers commissions and the sellers had to pay it. Technically, a seller pays the listing broker and the listing broker pays the buyer's agent, and so it's just a cost of marketing. Um, But the the, uh, class action lawsuit, the plaintiffs were victorious and they— or awarded damages of $1.8 billion, certainly the $1.8 billion is never going to be paid because three of the four uh, defendants in the case have already settled the case. And so now what's happening is you're getting lots of copycat lawsuits that are going on. I am not a believer that the way real estate was done inflated the cost of selling to every seller uh, in the United States of America because I believe the reality is is that having multiple agents, in some cases thousands of agents trying to sell your home, probably kept home values up enough to at least offset the additional X percentage that was being paid to a buyer's agent. The reality is is that we will have to see how this thing unfolds and there could be some changes in real estate, but my guess is is real estate two years from now will be done very similarly to the way it is today. Thank you so much for tuning in for another week's edition of Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio. We'll be back same time, same channel next week, and we'll talk to you then. Have a great week, Atlanta.